Welcome back to Scraps. My name is Carolina Gellin and today I'm bringing a Romanian classic your way. Mich, also known as Mitite. Germans have bratwurst, Americans have hot dogs, and Romanians have Mich. If you like juicy, tender, and flavorful meat, you're gonna love this. Mitite, which translates to little ones from Romanian, are a mixture of ground meat and spices. They're one of the most popular street foods in Romania. You'll find a shack selling these at festivals, concerts, even flea markets. They're also an absolute barbecue staple and a Labor Day tradition. Romanians celebrate Labor Day on the 1st of May. They get together with their families and grill a bunch of meat to honor the day. This dish is commonly served with spicy mustard on the side, a slice of plain bread or fries, and maybe a tomato, cucumber, onion salad if you're feeling fancy, or some pickles. It's not as common for Romanians to make them at home because they're ridiculously easy to find at grocery stores or farmers markets, or they know someone who knows someone that makes them and they just get it from them. I genuinely think they're worth making them at home. You can use your favorite meats and play around with different spices. The recipe I'm sharing today is very similar to the one I grew up making with my mother. I know you read a mixture of ground meat and spices and probably thought to yourself, oh, so they just taste like another meatball or kebab, right? Wrong. This dish comes with two really interesting ingredients that change the familiar texture and flavor of ground meat. Baking soda and bone broth. Bone broth adds moisture and flavor to the final dish while baking soda raises the pH levels of the meat which prevents the proteins from clustering together too tightly keeping the cooked product extra tender and juicy. The ground meat and bone broth get emulsified into a paste which gets shaped into little sausages and chilled overnight. I've attached some pictures at the end of this post of what the final mixture will look like. They can be grilled on an open fire, which is a best case scenario, baked in the oven, or cooked in a hot cast iron skillet. And now I'm going to walk you through the recipe which is right underneath the description of this dish so make sure you don't miss that out. For the ingredients I'm using a mixture of beef and lamb, you can use other types of meats that you prefer, a bunch of spices, garlic, bone broth, and baking soda. You're gonna start by adding the fresh garlic to a food processor and blend for one to two minutes or until the garlic looks finely chopped. Next you're gonna add salt, pepper, baking soda, and all the rest of the spices to the food processor and pulse for a few seconds. Add half of the meat to the food processor then pulse and blend until the meat and spices are roughly combined. You're not looking for anything to be like evenly distributed. Keep an eye on the food processor. It might have a hard time in the beginning, so make sure to pause as much as needed and scrape down the sides. Add the remaining meat to the food processor, give it a little pulse for a few more seconds, and then make sure to have two-thirds of a cup of bone broth on hand. Some people use seltzer. I prefer bone broth because it actually brings flavor, but you could use seltzer too. Start incorporating splashes of it while blending the meat. Blend for two to four minutes and the mixture will start emulsifying and turn into a paste. It's going to have a much lighter color compared to the meat you started with. And by the way, if your food processor can't fit all the meat in there, feel free to work on this recipe in batches. Lay plastic wrap or parchment paper over a small baking tray. Wet or oil your hands to prevent the meat from sticking to your fingers. Pinch about 60 grams of meat paste and form it into 10 to 12 centimeters or 4 to 5 inch long sauce. Sausages. Repeat until you're out of the meat paste. You should end up with 16 to 20 sausages. You could also shape these instead of doing it with your hands by piping them directly on the tray using a piping bag or a Ziploc bag. I've never done that, but I totally see that working. Tightly wrap the tray with plastic wrap and allow the meat to rest in the fridge for at least six hours, preferably overnight for eight to 12 hours before cooking. This step is crucial, annoying, I know. The meat needs time to marinate and properly absorb all the flavors 
flavors we've added to it. While testing this recipe, I cooked a couple of tests right after shaping the meat. It's still delicious, but the version that got an overnight rest is objectively superior. It's so much more flavorful and juicier, so please don't skip this part. I know it's annoying waiting hours for meat to marinate, but it's worth it. I like to turn off my smoke detector, open a couple of windows, and get a cast iron skillet nice and hot. Grease the skillet with one to two tablespoons of neutral oil and turn the heat to medium. Arrange the meat in the skillet and grill it for two to four minutes on each side or until they form a deep dark brown crust on the outside. You want to serve these right away with a side of mustard, soft bread, and a glass of beer. It's like the best pairing ever. If you don't feel like smoking your entire apartment, these can be baked in the oven for 12 to 18 minutes, again until they form like a deep dark brown crust on the outside. And that is pretty much the recipe for today. Again, you can find all the measurements and instructions in the newsletter. And that is pretty much it. Thank you for listening to this and thank you for being here.